0: Welcome to Sky
1: Talkers. Here are your hosts, Charlotte and Caitlin.
0: Hello, and welcome to Sky Talkers. I'm your host, Charlotte. Hey, everyone. I'm your other host, Caitlin, and Clone Wars is back. We are. Clone Wars is coming back. <laughs> you were like, can't let you say anything else, Caitlin. You were like,
1: Clone Wars is back. And I'm like, well, it's not actually that back yet. We still have a little bit. Okay, we have but a month. It's coming
0: back. Right? But it is back. Like, it's done. Yeah, yeah. It's as of done. Friday. That's scary. I know. I know. Cutting in a little close, aren't we, Dave? <laughs> uh, yes. So. As a wonderful surprise on this, what is it, Wednesday morning, Star Wars dropped the latest and probably last trailer for Clone Wars Season 7, which will be streaming starting February 21st on Disney Plus, and it is going to be weekly, and we are going to lose our minds. (laughs) I'm so, so, so excited. (laughs) Very excited. And the trailer looked absolutely gorgeous, and... So, of course, we had to talk about it. <laughs> yeah.
1: We, you know, we're heels off of recording a six-hour-long <laughs> oh Rise God. of Skywalker podcast. And oh I just think that this really, really brightened my day. I feel like I had such a great day because of the Clone Wars, you know? <laughs> like, 9 a.m., they hit you with this trailer. And I just was like, ugh. You know, Charlotte when... crying in an Uber. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I was crying in an Uber. It's fine. I feel like when, I have a funny story about when they announced that they were bringing back Clone Wars, um, it was like uh, over Comic-Con and it was on the weekend and I was visiting my parents uh, for the weekend and my mom was like, you're so happy. Why are you so happy? <laughs> and I was like, oh, b- maybe it's because uh, my favorite show is coming back. <laughs> and, uh, that's understand. still kind of how I feel. Like you don't understand, but like it's okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I remember watching people live-tweeting that Comic-Con panel, and we were all like... Because you remember there had just been so many rumors, and we have just been compiling all of these tweets well, from various Caitlin, people. no, no, no. There
1: was no rumor. We were just... I I was... Me, you, and Savannah were like major sleuths, kind of gathering intel. I, it and feels we were, like it was we "Spread like, rumors. <laughs> I don't think there was any rumors. I it was it was
0: me, you, and Savannah being like, I think something is up. Talking, people were talking about it. It yeah, there was nothing like, I don't know. Some some of it felt direct, and maybe that's just because we had on tinfoil hats. But a lot of people, like we were all like, everyone was watching that panel. Like, is something happening? <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. I think it exceeded all of our wildest imaginations that there was going to be a full final season and. Dave has been very explicit that this is a final season. <laughs> yeah, I'm sad about that. You know, I'm I am, but I'm glad that we know and and I think Dave will I think Dave will keep his word at least for, you know, 5 to 10 years, <laughs> which I'm okay with. You know, cuz he said, you know, I got to I didn't get to end Clone Wars, and that was something he was always really glad that he got to do with Rebels was ended on his own terms, and he's like I never got to finish Clone Wars and now I get to. So, I think I think it's going to be the final season at least for a long time, and I'm okay with that. And I wouldn't be – I mean, I'm, we'll, we'll always be seeing these characters in other places, I think. And I think we'll constantly be hopping back into Clone Wars timeline, maybe through other mediums. But, I mean, how much closer to Revenge of the Sith can we get? <laughs> Overlapping. <laughs>
1: we can. <laughs> <laughs> which is, I think, what this show is going to do. So that's yeah, great.
0: Maybe just maybe just a little bit, <laughs> which is uh, – the pain, the pain, the pain. I'm so ready for this angst. I think the thing is, the thing is, I'm ready for the angst and I think it's going to be meaningful angst and I think it's going to be emotional and it's just, it's going to make me cry, but in like a good way. (laughs) I think so too. I have the utmost faith in the show and I feel like it's really going to deliver Yeah, I think it is, too. I mean, not to mention the fact that it just looks amazing. Has it ever looked better? No. And, you know, I've seen
1: some people even tweeting that, like, they've never seen an animated show look this gorgeous. And I can't say that I am um, super well versed in animated TV, but I... oh oh my god it it just looks so gorgeous the uh, there's so many moving parts there's this show has come so far you Mm -hmm. know in animation and it just is so fluid ahsoka looks so good she looks so good and very good (laughs) and maul looks really good and Anakin looks closer than to Revenge of the Sith than ever. I was just – you know what? That one shot of Obi-Wan, amazing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. What I was thinking about is, you know how that the, Obi-Wan and Anakin's last moment in Revenge of the Sith is, like, so lovely and yeah. so painful? We're going to have to have that with Anakin and Ahsoka. And I bet it's going to be this great, like – will always be connected, even if you're not a Jedi, kind of oh moment. <laughs> That's going to be their last moment before she thinks he dies in Order 66 and then years later finds out that he actually became Darth Vader, Lord of the Sith. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: I didn't even consider that, that we're going to have like a terrible goodbye. Oh, it's going to feel so good. Yeah. No, I can so bad. It.
0: it was my very first thought. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so here for the Annie Soca feels. <laughs> well, there's there's a considerable lack of that in this trailer. I know. I know. And we did get that one from the very the very very first trailer from Comic-Con last mm-hmm. year. And but she was a hologram, remember? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Was, I just I'm so excited for this season. It's 12 episodes, right? I believe so. Yes. It's 12 and it's streaming weekly on Fridays. So 12 weeks
1: (laughs) of joy and pain. (laughs) I wonder if they'll take any breaks. Maybe not. Do you think the episodes are going to be 20
0: minutes? (gasps) What if they're 40? Oh, my God. (laughs) What if if we're really that lucky? (laughs) (laughs) We could be. We honestly could be. Maybe the last, maybe the last one will be an extended episode or maybe uh, yeah. they'll be like a solid 30 minutes.
1: Or maybe they'll follow zero conventions because the Mandalorian, the Mandalorian ha- didn't yeah. at all. I, and I'm so happy with that if they do that.
0: I think they might stay with the original. I think it'll probably be around 30 minutes. Maybe longer than the standard 22, but I think it'll be around 30 just because I think that that's like that's part of Clone Wars's style is that kind mm-hmm. of quick serialized um, war story. But I, I, I mean, I would love 40 minutes to an hour. But <laughs> I think if it does stay around that 22 to 30 minute mark, I think the last episode may be longer. Wherever mm-hmm. we get the actual Siege of Mandalore, maybe that'll be longer. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man.
1: I don't All I know.
0: know is they put Ray Park in a mocap suit. <laughs> My, but I feel like, this was the thing that blew my mind when they – did they talk about that at Comic-Con or was that at No, that was at
1: Celebration. You you lost it. I was
0: I, – I feel like I was the only person that tweeted about this for a while. I was like, why is no one <laughs> picking up on how insane this is? And every time we talked about Clone Wars later that week, I was like, Ray Park's in a motion <laughs> capture suit. This is bananas. (laughs) I
1: remember after that, you were like, your favorite animated show would never...
0: wouldn't i know i'm <laughs> like you you hear all these other shows and stuff in films and and you know they use live action models and they like you know lion king there's that famous behind the scenes feature where they like go study the lions and like they bring in like a real lion mm-hmm. <laughs> for them they like go on safari and stuff like that and that's you know that's just your run of the mill day to day <laughs> But then Clone Wars over here is like, you know what? No. We're going to take the original actor, we're going to put him in a motion capture suit, and then we're going to animate that because you know what we're doing? We're bringing animation up to the level of live action. <laughs> yes. Hierarchy of mediums is not a thing in Clone Wars. They're like, you know what? I don't see that. Hierarchy of of, of mediums, I don't know her. <laughs> so good it's so good
1: Caitlin what was your favorite part of the trailer
0: oh I think it's got to be right when we see Ahsoka and Maul in I guess the the castle the palace of Mandalore Mm -hmm. that shot of them on either side oh my god I was like yes architecture another amazing set piece for me to talk about (laughs) don't you think Um, that
1: that set piece kind of looks like
0: Ray and Kylo in the throne room um, uh, no, <laughs> you don't see that in the in Snoke's throne room or the Death Star throne. Death room? Star throne room. Oh, yeah, kind of. Um, but this one is definitely more like you know Gothic cathedral. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one too is darker. The Kylo and Ray on the Death Star is a lot like more stormy, and this yeah, one but is, it also has
1: a rose window. This
0: so one it's doesn't like, really there's, have like half a rose there's, window. I
1: know, but I'm saying it there's the cathedral vibes kind of.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. They've got, like, interesting windows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Each Indeed. one of them. <laughs> what was your favorite shot? Um, It's hard for
1: me not to say the shot Maybe. that I, like, lost it, the Anakin and Padme mm-hmm. shot. How could you not? I, I lost it. I, I like, <laughs> when when the trailer started, I was like, oh, my God, I wonder if they're going to show Padme and I wonder what they're going to what, what's going to happen. Because I think I have been kind of questioning whether or not she's going to be in this at all. And I am so thrilled that she is. And they showed us this moment, which is so, so good. Um, (laughs) It is so, the hands are a language. Um, And I have to say that I just can't get over it. Like, I feel like the they're going to get cut off um and not going to be they're not going to be able to actually fully talk about what they need to talk about and i'm really excited to see that i'm living for the angst <laughs> all of the misconnections that's kind
0: of how it goes for them <laughs> so <laughs> is anyone else going to know that she's pregnant
1: i don't know that's the thing that's like so shocking i i really thought that they might go there um with this we've talked about this like a a ton, right? At least you and I, I don't know if on the show the collective us, no. Yeah. You and I, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I I feel like we had kind of speculated. I was like I think it would be crazy if they showed her when she was pregnant and because if they were going into episode 3, obviously they have to. And I Was like the maybe they'll just not do it because the whole point is that she's kind of concealed away, away from Anakin. Um, But I actually think they're going to in some capacity. Maybe this is it. I'm satisfied with this because it's so very angsty. I really like the visual language. It's just great. I I (laughs)
0: you mean the the hands? Oh yeah, yeah, that language. The hands. That (laughs) that specific dialect. Yes, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) That's our bread and butter right there. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, I I hope that we get to see her, like, because, okay, so Maul is kind of our narrator through this trailer, and he, the way the trailer pauses it is that he kind of seems like he's the big bad, and that he's going to be controlling a lot of pieces in this final game board. It makes me wonder if Ahsoka and Maul are going to be, like, our main point of view in this season. I was wondering this that season. as well. I kind yeah. of assume yes. Yeah, it, it's it's an interesting choice. If we're if we're really
1: building up to this epic fight between Ahsoka and Maul, which the end result is Maul escaping, I I yeah. feel like it I don't know. I think that the season of the Clone Wars is actually really quite interesting because so many of the pieces we actually know the answers to because they've been revealed to us. Davis talked about them, and, you know, the the reference points have been in in books and um, in comics, and it just has come up so often. And, you know, half of this, I feel like, was already pre-animated and Mm pre-written, even though things have, obviously, I I feel like they have been rewritten, especially the Ahsoka walkabout um, part. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because that kind of... um. I wouldn't necessarily low i wouldn't necessarily say it lowers the stakes but it kind of does because it's it's almost like well what even happens like what's shocking that's going to happen you know and that's i think the
0: thing i think there will be something very shocking me
1: too and
0: i think it's probably going to be
1: force related has and to has to be it has to be <laughs> and i am just really really looking forward to seeing what that is because i also think that potentially some things could happen they could link up with uh, the obi-wan show that's coming and also give us a lot of like narrative clues to what was happening in the past in the mandalorian and i think that it's it's really interesting because i wonder if these disney plus shows are going to kind of exist in a space that are all kind of in conversation with each other. Not that these, these TV shows aren't already in conversation with each other, but it kind of feels that way in this strange sense that, like, we just finished up a season of The Mandalorian that, in a way, sort of references, at least when they talk about the past, The Siege of Mandalore. And then we're about to watch mm-hmm. The Siege of Mandalore only weeks later. It, it it feels referential. It feels purposeful. And I'm just really eager to see what happens.
0: Oh, yeah. I I definitely think it is going to be, and I think it's going to be in a much bigger way than maybe anything we've seen yet. And the good thing, too, about hopping back in time now is that these references can be – I'm not going to explain this well, but they can be almost like more Mm closed-ended. It doesn't have to be this open question mark of like there's something else coming even after the Siege of Mandalore. Because, of course, there is, but we also know the broader strokes of where we're going. And because this timeline is so tight up until Revenge of the Sith, like, there's only, there's only so much time left in this particular point mm-hmm. in the timeline. I've said time way too many times. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Like, the Siege of Mandalore that the Mandalorian references... In the Mandalorian, good God, um, <laughs> that's only going to happen once, and that is that is a, a singular event, you know. And so all the reveals can happen there, and we already know that Ahsoka has these other moments, and so does Maul, and we've seen the end of Maul's story too. So I don't know. It feels it feels like it'll be more succinct and that there'll be more questions answered. But I think Dave I think Dave will always leave some things open ended, but it'll be it'll be very satisfying. I think. And I even hesitate to use that word. Charlotte's laughing. I hesitate to use that word about anything right now. Um but I I pray to God that it is satisfying. And I um yeah, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs>
1: well, the idea that Maul is, and perhaps Ahsoka as well, is the narrator. I think that Maul takes on the place of the narrator in this trailer. The The trailer begins with him speaking and ends with him speaking. And what he's speaking is sort of this, like, uh, it's probably all part of the same... Um, Couple sentences and it just kind of split up in this trailer. And if it's, if, I wouldn't be surprised if it's also not, but you know, soon the galaxy will be remade, the Jedi and the Republic will die. Um, he said, then he goes on to say, it's all part of the plan, the plan. Everything is about to change. Every choice made has led to this, which is so ominous. And um, Star Wars Explained, uh, which is a great YouTube channel if you haven't checked it out, um, Alex from Star Wars Explained. kind of brought up this idea that perhaps Maul was privy to the knowledge of what was, you know, Sidious's Palpatine's greatest plan. Um, and what was going on in the clone wars and what was he orchestrating in order to bring on the rise of the empire. And you have to wonder if Maul actually knew that. And that's what he's saying, or if he was granted some sort of vision, you know, the, the, the trailer kind of opens with his eyes and looking kind of, uh, like he's very, in a trance, he's,
0: Very holocron moment. Yeah, you know, I know. And I was, I was
1: thinking about that moment, and then also there's this moment where Ahsoka kind of like feels her head, almost like. Yeah. I think that that could possibly be similar to her maybe feeling Order sixty six or something that's happening. No, that's you no. know something that similar happens when when Yoda feels Order sixty six, he feels his head and drops his cane. Um. Cries. Yeah, <laughs> but I think that there's. I don't know. There's definitely potential for voices, for visions, for something crazy. I think Maul is obviously known to dabble in things like that. So I am intrigued to hear what he, like, how does he know this information about the plan, the plan?
0: I wonder, um, I think, I wonder if he's like starting to set up Crimson John in this. Right. In this timeline because what Alex was kind of referencing in his video um, was in what you just said too about him like getting prepared because he either knew while he was with Palpatine or he figured it out what was coming. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's something he figured out on Dathomir with Mother Talzin like after he already left Palpatine or was, you know, thought dead. (laughs) Count Dooku, sorry. Um, And maybe it was something he figured out – on Dathomir with Mother Talzin and so he starts preparing but I it's gonna be they're gonna be the thing that's gonna be great about this season of Clone Wars is there are gonna be so many moving pieces and again because we know where this timeline goes and we've always known in Clone Wars right it's always been about seeing it's like that I feel like we reference it a lot that Dave thing where he talks about how you always see Palpatine like getting Anakin alone and that's like Mm -hmm. a big Through line of the Clone Wars is seeing Palpatine isolate Anakin so he can manipulate his feelings. Like anytime they have a conversation, it's usually just the two of them. (laughs) Like it's not a big conference call, (laughs) Um, it's just the two of them. But that's like seeing Anakin like Palpatine manipulating Anakin to his side. But I think in this season, we're probably like what we see of Palpatine, it's going to be him making big moves on the chessboard. Mm-hmm. And like, re- like now is the time, you know, like he's getting everything into place. And this is actually when we started this conversation it was about Padme. And I wonder if since she can't be with Anakin or, I mean, maybe she can be, but it presumably she's not with Anakin a lot of this season then I wonder if it's a lot of her doing the senator thing, but becoming more and more suspicious. And thinking of her line in Revenge of the Sith when she says when she asks Ken, like, what you know it, um, what if the what is it it's like what if
1: we're really on the wrong side
0: yeah yeah that one um mm-hmm. and this and we get to see more of her kind of having those suspicions in this season as she's watching palpatine make these big moves but she doesn't she doesn't quite know what what's going on yet right this was something that i really wanted is i don't
1: want a complete overhaul of those delegation of 2000 scenes that are deleted in revenge of the sith but i wouldn't mind them being repurposed because whether or not their canon is kind of up to the creators like own hands right i mm-hmm. i feel like if they wanted to repurpose them for the clone wars for you know padme c- trying to kind of you know rebuild and not rebuild actually just build the rebellion and like the the seeds of the rebellion as those uh, as those scenes are called actually um i wouldn't mind seeing that in the clone wars uh specifically during this time period because in the revenge of the sith uh um deleted scenes that whole group is already kind of formed i think that they are trying to figure out where they go from there but if we we could even like dial that back i'm i'm fine with them repurposing that for the clone wars and putting a new spin on it and making it a little um more updated for the way that the full canon is now um if you know what i mean
0: yeah totally i think I think we're just going to be seeing a lot of broad strokes as far as Palpatine and Padme are concerned, honestly, because they're kind of in that politician world. Mm-hmm. I just I wonder what weird force stuff there's going to be in this season. There's going to be weird stuff. I know there I is. I really hope so. I really hope so. I just I don't know what it is. I remember a long, long time ago, I had this uh, wish that Anakin would meet the Bendu, mm-hmm. and I still wish it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, just say it here. Maybe it'll happen. You never know. <laughs> Dave <laughs> could. I mean, we literally saw Kanan in this trailer, so I know you never know what's gonna happen. The fact that you I see ha- if 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 you haven't spotted him, he's there with Deppa. Um, little Caleb is like
0: mimicking Deppa in he has as a holiday. Yes, like big ears. <laughs> it's so cute. It's so cute. I wish I could remember what my there was something I wanted Anakin to do with the bendu i had this specific thing that i wanted them to talk about but i can't remember what it is and i'm pretty sure someone was like yeah they can't do that like there was a reason why but Uh, (laughs) that's i know I know, i know i know i'll see if i can find it while we're talking but i just i love the bendu so much oh here it is um Oh, okay. It was right after Dave had tweeted that sketch he drew of Ahsoka and the Bendu, Mm -hmm. when they have that conversation about her death, and it's like so good. Mm -hmm. And I said, um, can Anakin please meet the Bendu in the next season of The Clone Wars with some kind of parallel to this scene? I might die, but it would be a good death. (laughs) Oh, and then someone responded, sadly, it's unlikely Vader seemed very skeptical when Thrawn brought him up in Thrawn alliances. Oh, okay. Well. Darn. I still wish it. Yeah. I mean, a I never wish know. I could Vader's- wish that wish away.
1: Yeah. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> I just, I think it would be so cool if the Bendu like met Anakin and had. I don't know. I can just see Anakin being like WTF. Mm-hmm. And the Bender would be like, oh, yeah. Like, he'd probably say something in reference to Mortis or like the Chosen One. And Anakin would be like, yeah, I'm the Chosen One. But like, what's Mortis? The Bender would be like, ah. Uh. And then that would be it. He would go away. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Seat over. That's it. I'd <laughs> be really tra-
1: happy. Every time we talk about Anakin, I just am like, wow, I really, really miss Anakin. And mm-hmm. it is going to be so good to see this character again. I, know. Um, I it's it's crazy cuz I'm everyone knows Caitlin and I love Kylo Ren and it's <laughs> <laughs> and I think that Kylo Ren has kind of like taken over my brain for the past 4 years, but before that and I was <laughs> really, really, really obsessed with Anakin and Padme. And it's not just like them together, but also Anakin's character and Padme's character separately. And Anakin was like I, I my favorite character on the Clone Wars. Like I loved Ahsoka, mm-hmm. obviously, but any episode that had Anakin in it, I, it was great. I love that sort of angst. I love that foreboding, I, I, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And I just love how dumb and funny Anakin is especially in the Clone Wars <laughs> so it's. It, speaking of dumb and funny I think that it, one of the greatest things about that shot with Anakin and Padme is the idea that he might he not even realize that <laughs> Padme is pregnant
0: <laughs> it's and so it's just, stupid. It's so stupid. It's so
1: cute. So, and I actually really hope that's true because it's just that's super in character. Let's be honest.
0: <laughs> it's it's so it's so great. Yeah, Clone Wars Anakin really is. I mean, you think about this show, and it's like Matt Lantner has played Anakin longer than Hayden Christensen did. Yeah, or from like more hours on screen, mm-hmm. which is not hard to do in a TV show, but for a lot of people like that is Anakin and obviously we I think feel that both are Anakin yeah yeah
1: I really I really do but it's it's funny where I think about when you say the word Anakin I think of Hayden Christensen but when I think about Anakin's personality I think of everything Mm -hmm. that Matt Lanter brought to the role
0: yeah yeah exactly uh, not to mention seeing him in The Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> I was watching that at 6.30 in the morning. I was like, is that Valander? I know.
1: It's like you rub your eyes like, wait. <laughs> I, was like,
0: I was like, it is, right? He's so I handsome. can't really tell with the hat, but <laughs> yeah. I know that jawline anywhere. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it is. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, no, he's dead.
1: <laughs> okay, back yeah. to talking about Ahsoka. <laughs> Um, (laughs) I'm so happy to see Ahsoka again, but I really like her line in this trailer that we were trained to be keepers of the peace, not soldiers. I love this is something that I think Dave does so well when he has taken lines from the films and kind of changed the almost like like repurpose. Yes, repurpose them, but like changing the emphasis Uh, when Mace Windu says, is it Mace? Who says that line? I don't I remember now. I think it's Mace, right? I'm, I'm second-guessing myself, but I'm just going to, for the sake of it, say that it's Mace, um, who says this line originally in the prequel trilogy. And here we have Ahsoka saying it, but putting the emphasis more on not soldiers. And since we know everything that we do know about Ahsoka, I just, I, I don't know. I really felt it. And that's when I, I was like... Wow, Ahsoka's really going through it. She is really, really thinking about all the time that she spent with the Jedi, all the things that they asked her to do, all the things that she has done for them, and her like relationship with the, the actual order of the Jedi and what she thinks of like her own force power. I, I'm just like, oh my God, we're really going to get, hopefully in those episodes that were titled Ahsoka's Walkabout um, before, we're going to get super introspective, ahsoka a lot of angst a lot of her really kind of being alone and figuring out what her place is now which obviously i think that her place isn't alone and, and i don't think it i, I don't know I, i'm just really really excited to see her and
0: again i've missed her so let's <laughs> imagine her jumpsuit is oh God, next level so good <laughs> it's so cute yeah <laughs> it is yeah, I, when I thought of that, it it just reminded me so much of like Ahsoka's whole character arc has just been so great. Because when we saw her, there's a, there's a scene in here where Ahsoka is on the speeder bike and she's uh, riding along, I guess, like some pipes or something. And you see Coruscant in the background, like pink and blue and purple, like outlines of the buildings. Mm-hmm. And it looks so much like the Clone Wars movie which is like that color scheme the whole like first third of the clone wars movie number on 1 on christophsis looks, yeah on christophsis looks just like a video game <laughs> yeah it does <laughs> but it's that color scheme that mm-hmm. like pink is very prominent in the first third of the clone wars and so and of course we've been thinking about the clone wars too like all day and it just like her saying that reminded me so much of her on Christophsis in that first, in the Clone Wars movie, where she is just so eager to fight. Mm-hmm. You know, she butts in, she puts herself where she doesn't need to be. She, you know, is racing Anakin. Um, <laughs> that part when she shoots down, whatever it is, and drops the wall on him. <laughs> and he's like, oh my god!" <laughs> so good. But there's like the keyhole there. And he's like, whoa. <laughs> and she's like, Yeah, I saved you, Sky Guy. (laughs) And then you remember that he's known her for like five minutes and he's like, oh, this is mine. Like, I have to deal with this now.
1: This is my child now. (laughs) It's amazing.
0: It is. Um, But she – and and so much of her lessons in The Clone Wars were about like understanding what it is to be a good leader and to be in the fight. And a big hallmark of her character, I think, is – Always like we we talk a lot about how Ahsoka kind of embodies the best of the Jedi and the best of Anakin and that resilience and that determination and that like following her gut instinct. She learned so much of that from Anakin. And but she always like she wanted to be. A great Jedi. She wanted to be like Anakin and be a general and be winning the battles. That was really important to her. And like that whole arc on Onderon is about is like Charlotte and I were talking about this beforehand. I was like, you don't watch Onderon enough and I reference it like every (laughs) single day. (laughs) And I feel like I'm the only one that appreciates Onderon. Okay, fine, I'll watch it tonight. (laughs) I feel like Onderon is like so important. (laughs) Okay. she is, um, like, she's put in charge, like, this is one of the first times that Anakin and Obi-Wan leave her, and are like, you're in charge of getting these people through this battle to, like, save the planet. <laughs> and it's it's like the biggest thing she's ever had to do. One of them. And um, like, that's that's her ambition. And something has happened, like, part of what happened at the end of season five of The Clone Wars is her realizing that the Jedi are not what she thought they were and you know i can't stay here anymore and that like horrible that like horrible lovely scene at the end you know it's like the jedi are all you know like you're making a mistake and she says maybe but it's something i have to do (laughs) (laughs) i love how she says maybe i know it's so good (laughs) it's so good um you'll have to excuse me i'm still a little sick you're not just tearing up over there because i did (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) I mean, I I, I maintain that that's like the best piece of acting from Ashley and Matt. Like in that, those lines in particular, when he says, Ahsoka, you're making a mistake. And like the way he emphasizes mistake, it just sounds so heartbreaking. And she goes, maybe. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) Um, And uh, anyway, I forget where I was – oh, but she's, like, come so far from wanting to just be, like, be the best general, to be in Anakin's shadow, and to be, like, his partner in everything, and for them to, like, be this team, I think that's really important to her. And now to be at the point where she reckoned – because, like, all she's ever known is war, right? Mm -hmm. And now to be at the point where she's, like, we were trained to be keepers of the peace, not soldiers, and this has, like, such a different meaning. And I think it was Mace who said that in Attack of the Clones when they're talking about the clone army. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think think that's when that comes in. I could be very wrong, though. but I'm, like, second-guessing everything when it comes to that line. (laughs) I know, right? Yeah. Uh, But I think that – I think it just shows how much she's grown. And I wonder what kind of conversation she's going to be having. Like, I wonder if we'll see Ahsoka talk to Anakin about that, the way that – that line we referenced from Padme earlier, when she starts to have suspicions about what they're doing. I wonder – if Anakin and Ahsoka will have a conversation like that, too, where she's like, I don't think this is what we should be doing. Like, I've been on my own or whatever. And I've just really had time to think things through. And and she'll be teaching. Do you think teaching. that Anakin will lash back at her? I don't think In the he'll same lash- way that he does to Padme? I, I don't know. I I think he'll try to like maybe be trying I wonder if he'll be trying to convince her to come back at mm-hmm. some point or if there there will I, I kinda want them to have this fight too <laughs> of like you left, like you left me. Um how could you do this? And then for her to be like, I've seen like I've seen the truth, and he'll be like, Well now you're sounding like a separatist. <laughs> like
1: <laughs> Okay, so you want to, the the actual like that—that's such a mirror
0: to the Anakin and Padme conversation. I know, but we've talked a lot about, like, with Anakin's arc. <laughs> you know, we 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 talk a lot about things in pairs, but things also come in threes. And yes. the Anakin losing three, like the three most important people in his life. And I, in this vein, we're talking about the three most important women in his life: so Shmi, Ahsoka, and then Padme, and how mm-hmm. they all represent these like major pillars. And I really hope that this season does focus on. The aftermath of Ahsoka leaving and what that does to Anakin because Shmi is obviously a really big deal, and I think it's treated like a really big deal in the film too. I don't think that's something that is glossed over; like that's a really Mm -hmm. big moment. And then, of course, like Padme, we're still doing, we're still working through that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yes, (laughs) and like she's she's the most important too. So like she she's the nail in the coffin. Nope. Mm -hmm. Horrible pun intended, and uh, but Ahsoka exists in the middle of that, and she like Shmi is childhood, Ahsoka is like workplace colleague mentorship, basically. mentorship, yeah. yeah, and then Padme is romantic love. And I think they it's like knocking down all the pillars until only the one is standing and that's going to get knocked out from under him, too. Mm -hmm. And so I really hope I, I hope that they have some like hard conversations about it. But I also think at some point Anakin will be the one to convince her to go and do what needs to be done on Mandalore, too. Absolutely,
1: because we have that scene and we know the scene of all the I think it's the 313th battalion right that is all um painted with ahsoka's like markings um all the the clones that are like modeled after her
0: and that's a i, I believe it's a gift from anakin yeah because i think it's part of the 501st is there too because rex is there
1: yeah i'm pretty I, i'm trying to remember i feel like we saw this scene <laughs> in it celebration am i wrong about that no, and it was like it, ha- we
0: saw it at Comic-Con.
1: No, no, no. We saw this at celebration and it uh, it was yeah, we did. But it, I don't think it's on the live stream. And if it is, then I'm completely mistaken, but it was basically half done. I think the way that Dave was talking about it originally in the beginning of the panel was like, "Oh, it's not done. It's not even close to being done." And then at the end of it, he was like, "You want to see it?" And then it looked perfectly good to me. <laughs> Remember? Well,
0: he, <laughs> the thing I think he's he talked about it a lot in that Ahsoka's is-
1: panel yes. from twenty sixteen.
0: Yeah. He he like described that scene. Yeah, and that's when Ashley like completely
1: lost it. Yeah. When yeah, exactly. Dave was like, you know, the door is all open and then all the but all have we, we've, we've seen that. I mean there's there's a shot in the trailer of that. Yeah. So yeah, it's happening and I can't wait to see that because it's I mean it's fr- that's from Anakin. So,
0: so it'll be really at some point. Yeah <laughs> it'll stressed. be really
1: interesting. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I I really do think it'll be interesting if like if this is almost like a bribery point and we'll see if it really like fully works to bring her back into the fight Um, or if it's I mean, I think it'll just be really complicated. I don't necessarily think it'll be like, you don't want to come back. Here's like a gift. I I don't really think it's that. I just think that it'll be um, it'll make things way more complicated, especially because Rex is there as well. We should talk about Rex. So yes,
0: <laughs> I. Charlotte's sure like, are we clone people now?
1: <laughs> the the question of the hour. The
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, we should talk about Rex, and I'm like, okay.
1: <laughs> it's just you know, I I really I like Rex. Anytime he's has come up in Rebels and in Clone Wars, he's definitely my favorite clone. Right, <laughs> and he's the one that I. You, you know the best. He's the most fleshed out character, obviously. So I, but Caitlin and I, you guys know, long time listeners know that the clone episodes don't necessarily stick with Caitlin and I in the same way that the Anakin and Ahsoka episodes do. So often we will watch like an old clone episode and we're like, wow, this is so good. This is amazing. And then kind of promptly forget about it. And that's terrible, but it's true. So when things like, Oh, my God. Remember that thing with the clone? We're like, kind of (laughs) of. (laughs) every time. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Kind of maybe, yeah. And then they're yeah. like, "This is what happens," and we're like, "Oh my god, yeah, that was amazing!" You know,
0: yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's so. This is like, I feel like maybe this season will become like huge clone people. Just like we weren't ship people until last year. Twenty twenty you know? is our clone year. Twenty twenty is our clone year. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's never been like for not like lack of liking the clones. It's just never been. You know, it's never been our weird. Wheelhouse. We've always, you know, guys, we're nothing if not consistent. We're like the Skywalkers. (laughs) That's our bread and butter. Absolutely. And and now that certain things have come to pass, maybe we need to branch out. (laughs) Yeah. We're
1: looking for other things to latch on.
0: (laughs) When the entire
1: Skywalker line ends in tragedy, it's like, what else do you Uh. do? (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) reps.
0: (laughs) It's going to blow right past their (laughs) pain. (laughs)
1: the um rex his line in the trailer um we clones have mixed feelings about war without it we wouldn't exist loved this line so good i you know yes we just spent five minutes talking about our complicated relationship with clones but something that the clone wars does extremely well is obviously expand the emotions and the feelings and the every piece of complication that goes into creating a clone army and the fact that you're creating people and these people have emotions and everything. And I think the Clone Wars does this brilliantly. And perhaps I was thinking about this earlier. I think that with shows like resistance, I haven't really felt like the show is actually about resistance, you know, and Mm -hmm. rebels even to some extent, wasn't necessarily about the rebel Alliance, but the Clone Wars has done such a good job of, Living up to its name, honestly, it has. I know that's such a weird thing to say, but you know, it really does, and ha- has for years. Like balanced this, you know, ex- exploration into the absolute humanity of clones at the same time as it explores Anakin and Obi Wan and Ahsoka and the Jedi Order and Palpatine and Maul. All of these characters. I mean, I think that it's just a grand balancing act, but I really do think the Clone Wars has done such an amazing job of really, you know, there's like lines like these Rex lines really just make you pause and think, man, you know, Dave Filoni and this whole cloners crew have done such a good job of expanding on everything that we received in attack of the clones only to um, Make the sacrifice and like the complications that was execute order 66 because that's all, like, not all, but that's what this is all leading up to, right? Is this idea mm-hmm. that clones, um, they're people and they're just programmed and they can override that programming and how do you override it and what do you do and all these questions of humanity and sacrifice and, um, redemption, even. It's, it's, it's so Star Wars and it, in the way that the show deals with it is just so fantastic. And I cannot wait to see what happens with Rex because, you know, I've kind of dug up some old tweets. <laughs> um, there was an old tweet from Matt Martin, uh, where I was like looking at my old tweets. Cause Alex, again, on Star from star Wars explained mentioned that at dragon con Henry Gilroy, who was a writer for the clone wars, um, and i think is right i can't remember if he's writing for this particular season but he we were in the audience in dragon con when he was speaking and do you remember this and he was talking about how uh he he dropped like a lot of
0: knowledge bombs so i was um charlotte live tweeted it and alex made her remember so she went back and found the tweets (laughs)
1: Yes. Thank you, Caitlin. And um, that led me on a even further journey into finding this Matt Martin reply. So someone tweeted, Amy Cowell, 13 tweeted, in the Age of Republic special, it states that Rex removed his inhibitor chip following Order 66. Didn't he remove it prior, or would he have turned on Ahsoka at the Siege of Mandalore? He states in Rebels, he never had turned on his general and taps his head. Matt Martin responded, You're going to have to wait a bit longer for the answer on that. And that was January 16th, uh, 2019. So this really brings up the fact that perhaps Rex goes through with Order 66. And I'm really Mm -hmm. shook by that notion.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think, I mean, I think it's, I think it would be very interesting if he does, because it definitely will play into. What what I think, you know, Rebels did a lot too of was exploring that, like we said earlier, like redemption and the idea of what does it mean to be a good person and to move past something. And, you know, it really makes me think of Rex and Kanan's relationship in Rebels that I thought was always like really well explored. And, it you know, it took a long time for Kanan to be okay with Rex. Yes. <laughs> and that's something that I think Rebels did really well is nothing was just kind of finished in one episode you know, Kanan and Rex didn't have like an adventure and suddenly they're best friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like it took a while and um and Rex understood that too. And so I wonder if part of that is, you know, motivated by guilt because he knows that he maybe did have a part in it. And saying that he never turned against his general, his general was Anakin, right?
1: Um, yeah. So I- I guess if he so. was with the unless, unless- Well, he wouldn't have been with Anakin, right?
0: Well, no, because oh. you know Anakin starts. Yeah, <laughs> the, the one that. Uh,
1: yeah, you know
0: he's off <laughs> doing some it's other too things. Busy,
1: too busy slaughtering lung- younglings. Oh. I, uh, I know. It's, there's like a there's a lot of stuff in this. <laughs>
0: in this. I don't know if you guys have watched Revenge of the Sith yet, <laughs> but it's really dark.
1: It's really dark, and it's a lot of sad. stuff happens, and we might have to live through it again in the Clone well, Wars.
0: But the 501st is with Anakin, right? Because it, there's that shot of them walking into the yes, yeah, your Jedi favorite temple. shot. My yes. favorite. That's why I know it's the 501st. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only reason why I know it's the I don't 501st. Think,
1: I don't think Rex is with him because my guess is the reason why I bring this up is that final shot in the trailer with Ahsoka and then like Rex is on the ground. I would assume
0: that that is. has not been confirmed that it's Rex. I think a lot of people just think it's Rex. I'm pretty sure it's Rex. I mean, I think it's Rex, but I don't know if we like no know, know that it's Rex. Okay, well, I'm going to say it's Rex. And
1: I think that he's like, I think Ahsoka is protecting him from something other clones. and i'm guessing yes other clones from order 66 and you know rex is really going through it something
0: <laughs> yeah order 66 order 66
1: yeah maybe and maybe it's gonna be painful. A fight.
0: <laughs> we're gonna cry. cry
1: there are going to be tears tears
0: <laughs> lots of of, of tears, tears. <laughs> at five thirty in the morning i'm just really <laughs> glad that i get to have my star wars mornings back i know i miss them they were so good they're so fun there's nothing better than waking up an hour before you have to <laughs>
1: <laughs> firing up a new star war <laughs> making making some coffee <laughs> or not
0: in my case. That's my favorite memory. <laughs> I forget why you didn't actually make coffee, but you just had hot water and <laughs> almond milk. <laughs> and and I, I just forgot the, to put the pot in. We did the episode of The Mandalorian. You text me, you're like, I'm not even drinking coffee. <laughs> it <laughs> took you that long to realize. Yes. Uh, Yeah, there's nothing like it. (laughs) Except what is that is that during the Mandalorian, I had my Christmas tree up. So it was like very cozy. You know, I would like light up my Christmas tree and watch the Mandalorian take out some guys. You know what you should do, Caitlin? It's the holiday.
1: Yeah. Bring back the tree. Make it a Clone Wars tree. (laughs) Yuletide. (laughs) Yuletide. (laughs) christmas in february
0: all the ornaments will be all of the uh jedi who died in order 66 so all the jedi like a memorial yeah yeah oh my god i wonder if they're gonna talk about the lost 20 oh my god you could get that it's gonna be like where's ahsoka's (laughs) monument where's her bus picture this
1: <laughs> the Clone Wars logo <laughs> opens. <laughs> the voice of war overhead. No. War Tomping. continues. <laughs> then it just opens in of Anakin painstakingly in the library <laughs> and he's like Jocasta. <laughs> where is my Ahsoka monument?
0: Oh my god. That's it. I do think that they'll be walking. I <laughs> they're like walking in the archives, and Obi Wan's like, "You've never been here before." We'll <laughs> be like, "Who are all these bodies? <laughs> and Obi Wan will be like, "That's the last 20. and he'll be like, "What are those?" <laughs> Obi Wan will be like, "Did you never pay attention?" And he's like, nope. "No, no." <laughs> he's like, "I'm good with a lightsaber. What more do I need?" <laughs> that's like, and then he'll uh, be like that's super then he'll, in character let's be honest right no i've got this down pat and then people will be like it's for all the jedi who've left the order and then he'll then anakin will do a full stop and be like where the f is so guys <laughs> 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 but i actually do think that would be such a <laughs> such a good like thing to talk about because like the the jedi don't want they like wanted to soak it back. They like basically wanted to smooth it over as like a PR thing. Like, this was your great trial. Like, look, you did it. You're a Jedi now, and like no one has to know, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's not going to be what happens. And I wonder if we'll even see like Kanan, like baby Kanan with his big ears, like talk about it or something. Like, did you hear that? Like Anakin's Padawan left, and like that's not something you can sweep under the rug too, because everyone knows Anakin's padawan or like if they'll spread a rumor about her too. You know, I mm-hmm. I, I think anything could happen and I think that would be really interesting too if they tried to cover it up uh because that would just speak to more of how lost the Jedi are and I bet that would really frustrate Anakin again knocking down the pillars as we get closer to Padmé's death. Mhm.
1: Yeah. Oh man. But
0: That'd I would like great. to see her him Jocasta new. <laughs>
1: Well, I think in terms of, like, uh, changing the narrative and all the problems of the Jedi, if I remember correctly, one of the original uh, scripts that was talked about in the original season seven before the show got canceled um, was Ahsoka. I I think discovering that there was a Sith temple underneath uh the Jedi temple and that was kind of the first time that that was mentioned and obviously that was brought back up in um Duku Jedi Dooku Lost Duku Jedi Lost Yes and which is such a great audiobook if you guys haven't listened to it and I and I just think it's really interesting because that was kind of talked about about how that was the way that the Sith kind of controlled the Jedi because it was they were literally like, physically on top of a Sith temple. The Jedi temple was on top of the Sith temple, which is so crazy. And I thought that that was going to be included in Season 7. I don't know if there's room in this season for that, but I wouldn't be surprised... This is the only season. It has to be. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it was in it, considering that was an original concept, or if they just have recycled that completely for other novels and audiobooks like we mentioned.
0: I feel like... I feel like Dave – I feel like this season of the Cold War is, will be emphasizing both how lost the Jedi are. And so I think you have to show what it is they've lost, mm-hmm. like the philosophy that they lost. So I think – I mean, how crazy would it be if they actually go down underneath the Jedi temple and see what's down there? And and like to hear that mantra from like, – like if Anakin has a vision of that mantra from – uh Dooku Jedi lost. Mm-hmm. You know, walk in the light, acknowledge the dark. I'm surprised I don't have this like tattooed on my hand yet. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> walk in the dark, acknowledge. Uh, walk in the light, acknowledge, acknowledge the, dark, the dark. Become the balance or something like something. that. Something. It's all about the balance, man. Be complete. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like that's the only way you can move forward. I. I mean, what if Kastana is in this? Oh my god, Kastana was the coolest. <laughs> And I I do think that's I, – I think that's really important. And I would be surprised if, like, we're seeing Ahsoka go through this, like, whole understanding of, like, the Jedi Order as a whole. Like I said, I think in order to understand just how lost they are, we have to see what it is they are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something that has kind of been missing from, every, honestly, everything we've seen – Mm -hmm. Uh, So far, like in any kind of um, animated or live action, we're kind of always dealing with this myth of what a true Jedi is. And so I wonder if maybe we will get to see like to see flashbacks of what the true Jedi Order was, the original Jedi Order, because I don't think the sequel trilogy did that. The original trilogy was dealing with the myth of it. And then Rebels and Resistance aren't Resistance isn't dealing with it at all. That's that's not like a bad thing for Resistance. That's just not it's what it's supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rebels, I think, like was coming to terms with that with Kanan. And I think talked about him being a true Jedi by the end of it. Right. And of course Ahsoka embodies the characteristics, I think, of a true Jedi without being a Jedi. I don't know. I – I think it would be really – I think it would be really great to see that, to see what they were originally. Maybe maybe the, even that could be something Yoda is doing. I wouldn't hate that. Yoda goes to the basement. I'd watch it. Basement Yoda. I'd watch <laughs> it too. Yoda. Gremlin Yoda becomes even more Gremlin Yoda.
1: <laughs> well, at this point, he has gone through – which is the end of the – the last place we saw the Clone Wars, right, was the end of the yeah. Yoda arc. And that is such a uh, – Peace for all, uh, all times. Oh my God, it's so good. Um, yeah. I have the I have the quote in front of me. By the way, um, we call upon the light, dark, and the balance. True, one is no greater than the others. Together, they unite, restore, center, and renew. We walk into the light, acknowledge the dark, and find balance within ourselves. The force is strong.
0: Hmm. I mean, can you imagine? Like, if Anakin or Ahsoka like found their way to the basement. And one, like, they have this vision, and you're just hearing that in the background. And, like, you're seeing, I mean, you know, how, um, like, uh, Rebels did like experimented with other types of animation within Rebels, and then also Vader Immortal did too with, uh, what is her name? Uh, the queen. What is her name? Invader Immortal. Uh, but you guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, how she lost her husband, the bright star, all of that, and they like played around with that with that different animation style. I think that'd be so cool if they brought some of that into Clone Wars too. Uh, basically, I just I hope we get a little bit of weird mixed in with this season. Uh, because Clone Wars like introduced some really weird stuff in it. It had a lot of brutal war and action and I think it definitely leaned in that direction but it was also a war show so that makes sense but I hope that I hope that we get some weird force stuff and I don't think if I think it'll be with Anakin just because I think he's kind of falling deeper into himself in this season, or he might not be. I don't know. We might, we might just be like really gifted with like a bright and happy Anakin, but and like stupid Anakin, <laughs> like a dumb boy Anakin. <laughs> but I don't mean stupid. Anakin is not stupid. Um, but I also think, like you know, like in the Revenge of the Sith novelization, whoo, I got to bring that up. Uh, <laughs> that dragon is kind of growing inside of him. So I wonder if we'll see that too. I don't know. I. Like I said, I ju- I want some weird stuff in here, and I think Dave does weird really well. I agree. Wow, I just had a thought
1: that they could manifest the whole idea of the dragon as the ego by putting a dragon in the Sith <sighs> temple, and yeah, the dragon oh that lives underneath
0: the Jedi temple. If the if the dragon quoted the Revenge of the Sith novelization, <laughs> the we dragon comes out, spend. starts speaking in Matthew Stover. <laughs> <laughs> Love can ignite the spark. stars. <laughs> Yes, yeah. <laughs> he's so great. He get a writing credit. He's so good. The oh, the other thing too I want to bring up, and I know we're, we're going a little long here, but the other thing I want to bring up too is that so since a lot of this is was already plotted out a long time ago, a lot of these story beats and ideas probably have some form of stamp of approval from George Lucas too, which is kind of exciting.
1: True. Do you want I wonder if he'll have a producer credit or something similar to that? Or a a writer credit. credit Yeah. Which is really exciting. I mean, George has been his hands are back in the in the cookie jar, if you've noticed. Like he (laughs) with Dave. (laughs) With Dave. With (laughs) Dave specifically. And I guess John Favreau now too, because John was the one that posted that photo of george and baby yoda if you guys haven't seen this photo go look
0: it's delightful and <laughs> did you see the did you see the photoshop where it was baby yoda holding george <laughs> <laughs> no but that's great <laughs> oh my god it's a little alarming but it's
1: funny i i just feel like he like when was that photo taken is it recently is it older i don't know and i think that that's really interesting to even consider um that george is on on sets and we know that he had has been to the mandalorian set before but I believe they're still filming for season two for the Mandalorian. So I don't know when that photo was taken. What is, is George really working on the show? Like, I don't know. Or is he just visiting? Who knows?
0: I think he's just, he, he saw baby Yoda and he was like, yes, dare to be cute. Bringing it back in.
1: But you know, it's funny because George also visited the solo set and his John Howard. Yeah, and exactly. And his cues were for the kissing scene. Yep. And that's why it's like you know he little he directed a little scene, and I just wonder if there's going to be something similar. I think that's a good point.
0: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I think it'll. I. Oh, and also hopefully in that vein with George Lucas and any producing or writing credits he may get for season seven of The Clone Wars 2, I asked Tracy Canovio today on Twitter if we'd be getting any behind-the-scenes featurettes along with The Clone Wars episodes. And she said, quote, I'm working on that right now. Yes. <laughs> I <was> like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Clone Wars behind-the-scenes ads. I feel like Charlotte and I have gushed about them literally for years at this point. They really are a cornerstone in how we started thinking analytically about Star Wars and uh, about the animation department. So it would be so great to see it back in full force. And to get one for every episode, I would die. I would, too. Because we we've, we've gotten squat from The Mandalorian and don't think I haven't noticed. Oh, I've noticed.
1: <laughs> they thought they could placate us with the art. Of each. No. Uh, each, yeah, I know. I mean, yes, but no. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not the same. I want some <laughs> heavy hitting analysis, some hints for the future, some like Dave giggles, you know, all of the hallmarks <laughs> that make these behind the scenes featurettes
0: so He's an clutch. IG 88, and IG 11 cam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, where are those? Oh, man, we're getting such good R2-D2 content, too. We are. It's just you know, so it's good. it's been a long time since we've had R2-D2 content. So like true. new R2-D2 content. I mean, we just saw The Rise of Skywalker, but yeah. Okay, how much was he in The Rise of Skywalker? Maybe more Less than... Less than Rose. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say more than Rose, but... They're probably the same, which is upsetting. Oh, uh, it's definitely very overshadowed by C3PO. yeah but i think anakin and r2 will go on some fun adventures so that will be fun too it's always fun to see those two together yeah those old, those two friends those friends
1: um i just want to say before we leave like i i feel like this episode is kind of all over the place cuz it's basically just a reaction to the trailer but it it goes without saying that I don't think Sky Talkers would be Sky Talkers without the Clone Wars, and that's why its return is so exciting, because our fandom really did begin like our fandom fandom really did begin with the Clone Wars and it was something Caitlin and I totally shared and could experience together and new Star Wars together. And it's just mm-hmm. um I'm so, so, so excited to be returning to Th- this this show and th- this era and these characters and everything, and to also it, we're going to do episodes after every episode, <laughs> and I can't wait to do that because that was again. If we can talk about how excited we were to get behind the scenes featurettes and everything after each episode and the episode guides, which are so amazing mm-hmm. on StarWars.com, still, I I feel like. Consuming things that happened after the Clone Wars episodes was almost just as formative as the episodes themselves, and I'm excited to actually talk about that kind of stuff, right, on on this show. Yeah. And I feel really lucky that we have this platform to be able to do that.
0: It's going to be the first time, hopefully, that we have, uh, really, since the Last Jedi, have like good behind the scenes content. Yeah, true. Hopefully, I don't I don't know what it what it's actually going to look like, but. If it is anything like when Clone Wars was originally airing and what they included in their DVDs extras, because that's where those things yeah. lived, was it the DVD extras? Uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be really good. Uh, I we did have Rebels Recon uh, uh, for Rebels, which was part of the podcast to the last season. Yeah. So that's true. Man, that animation department always coming through. Always. <laughs> uh, well. Resistance to not get enough behind-the-scenes content, which is honestly a big disappointment. Yeah. But hopefully they that same mistake won't happen with Clone Wars because that was always something really special about animation and something everyone always got really excited for online, too. So I hope it continues, and I hope we get a lot of it. Me, too. Okay. Well, I think that is going to wrap up this reaction to Clone Wars Season 7. And we have exactly a month, basically this time next month we will have seen the first episode of Clone Wars Season 7 and we're very, very excited. We will be coming soon with more episodes about Resistance and the Mandalorian and we already have some fun things planned. Um, We do have a listener survey that's out right now. If you want to fill that out it would help us out a lot in the next coming months and for the following year. We also have a newsletter that's going to be coming that you can sign up for if you're interested. It's monthly. It's not a daily thing. We don't have time for that. You don't have time for that (laughs) but (laughs) if you're interested in hearing about some other things in our lives star wars related that we don't cover on the show you can sign up for that if you're interested and if you haven't reviewed us on itunes you can also do that feel free you're welcome we'll wait (laughs) you're you're, you just hit you do sky talkers it's spelled the same as skywalker except you substitute the w for a t and add an s at the end (laughs) You'll find us (laughs) and you can leave us a five-star review there if you like what we do here on the show. And, uh, then you can follow us on Twitter at SkytalkersPod. We have our website, Skytalkers.com. Our email address, SkytalkersPodcast at Gmail. And then our personal handles, mine is at Flusher and Charlotte's is at Clarity. And if you are interested in supporting us in other ways, you can head on over to our Patreon and look at our rewards tiers there. We also have a Discord, which I like to describe as a very cozy Discord. Uh, <laughs> our Discord makes us very happy and it is cozy. It's so. pretty cozy. It's pretty cozy. Get yourself a cup of tea and come on into our <laughs> Discord. <laughs> but you can check out our Patreon if you are interested in that. Yes. And I want to say a
1: huge thank you to our awesome patrons. Joey, Jason, Emma, Aaron, Dylan, Fifi, Kimberly, Suki, Paul, Derek, Patrick, Carrie, Jordan, Albert, Fiorella, Marty, Spencer, Jenna, Jessica, Mike, Thomas, Bridget, Shelbo, James, Kate, Nathan, Sam, Bailey, Eric, Kelly, Neil, Mary, Larry, James, Sarah, Susanna, Z. Sheree, Diana, Becca, Katie, Courtney, Amy, Kelly, Jim, Sora, Emily, Mary, John, Vundacast Productions, Alex, Alicia, Brian, Paul, Isabel, Eaton, King, Noobs, Kimberly, Madison, Shelby, be one reply. Susan, Skyla, Tegan, Imbecilius, Brittany, Monica, Stephen, Joanne, Scott, Daniela, Leonka, Sarah, Cat, Dylan, Erica, Aaron, Matt. Demi, Iinka, Hunter, Claire, Francois, Brad, Ashley, Josh, Brandon, Kristen, Eunice, Danielle, Matt, Debo, Irina, Edith, Jacqueline, Rachel, Lady Vader, John, Kevin, Ian, Roz, Lakshana, Candice, Ewan, Tom, Daniel, Heather, Brooklyn, Kimma, Matthew, Captain Britton, Jackson, Carrie, Jackson, Raphael, David, Liz, Christian, Nicole, Rachel, Aaron, Brooke, Rebecca, Kathy, Kimberly, Christian, Adam, Megan, Courtney, Centara, Thomas, John, Megan, Kate, Matthew, Fernanda, Chow, Manny, David, Claudia, Kate, Lady Valkyrie, Jenny, Blessed Cheesemaker, Danny, Lumberoo, Patrick, Neil, The Dorky Diva Show, Megan Stewart Kyle Jennifer Kels Chastity Aliyah, Travis Katie Alyssa Rebecca Delaney Angela Allie Natalia Daz Serene Shireen Molly Emily Adam Chloe Nicole Cecil Allison Tim Miss Art Rebuild Jen Jordan Camille Amy Jared Claire Caitlin Helly, BJ Casey Lauren Tom Kirsty The Clashing Sabres Podcast and Chuck Thank you all so much for supporting us. Your support means the world.
0: Yes. Thank you guys so much. And until next time, may the force be with you. May the
1: force be with you.